As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, basketball tonight. It's game two, Lakers-Nuggets. What kind of alterations will the Lakers make? What kind of changes will the Nuggets make to the potential alterations that the Lakers will make? Who's guarding the Joker tonight and for how long? By the way, the Lakers are getting five and a half tonight. I gave the uh, over-unders last hour, DraftKings, uh, if you're just joining us. LeBron, 25-and-a-half. The Joker, 28-and-a-half. Anthony Davis, 24-and-a-half. I'd like to find out Jamal Murray, because if LeBron would get 25 and AD would get 24, I'd probably take that if I were Darvin Ham. And if you said the Joker's only getting 28-and-a-half, I'd be fine with that as well. But the key is going to be the rest of the roster. It was just like last night. You know, Miami had six players score at least 15 points. Butler had 35. Adebayo had 20. Vincent, Struess, Martin, Lowry, 15 each. The first team to have at least six players score at least 15 points in a conference finals, you have to go back to 1985 when the Lakers did that against the Nuggets. And I was wondering who those players would have been. At least six players score at least 15 points for the Lakers. James Worthy, Byron Scott, Magic, Kareem. So this is 1985. Who else would have been on that team, 1985? You got one, Marvin? Byron Scott. Uh, I mentioned Byron Scott. Oh, Michael Cooper. How about Mike McGee? No. Mike McGee, no? No, I don't know who that is. Oh, no. played at Michigan, I think. But R- Rambus didn't score much, did he? No, no. Uh, I'd be curious. I'll bet Mike McGee was one. Mike McGee could score, 1985. But uh, Worthy, Byron Scott, Magic, Kareem. Hmm. I got the 84-85 or 85-86 Lakers roster. Uh, Probably 84, 45, they, right? they played against the Nuggets, 1985. The Lakers in 1985. Yeah, they beat the Nuggets 4-1 in the Western Conference Finals. Okay. And uh, I have the roster. Okay. I'm Okay, so James Worthy is one of the guys. Kareem and Byron Scott and Magic, right? Yep. They're, they're all on the roster. Yep. I have the next five guys off the bench. Is Mike McGee on the roster? He is. Okay. He, 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 didn't, he played 15 minutes a game. Okay. Pumping in 10 a game. I got Larry Spriggs, Jamal Wilkes, Ooh. and aging Bob McAdoo. Ooh, I loved Bob I McAdoo. No recollection of that. And Kurt Rambis. Okay. I'm going to guess Mike McGee is one of those guys, and then maybe Silk Wilkes. Right. Yeah. 
We don't have the answer. Oh. But I'm just saying oh. that could have been. People in L.A. are totally tortured now. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Butler had 35. He had five rebounds, seven assists, and six steals. The last time that that stat line was matched or better, it's happened three times. Three times in the last 40 years, somebody has had a stat line. Now, i got to take Michael Jordan out of this because Mike did it twice. One other player had a stat line of at least 35, five rebounds, seven assists, six steals. That's what Jimmy Butler did last night. Yes, Paul. In a playoff game. In a playoff game. Allen Iverson. Nope. Ooh. Marvin. That was my guess. Okay. If you said Gary Payton, you would be right. Wow. Yes. Stat of the day, stat of Glove. the day. Glove. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes, comes that, that what? Stat of the day. Pop. I love those Seattle Supersonic teams. Oh, man. God, they were talented. Yeah. Early mid nineties. Yes. Nice uniforms. Sean Kemp, Detlef, Trip, Nate McMillan. They they were a lot of fun. Irvin Johnson. The other Irvin Johnson. <laughs> Out of New Orleans? The other Irvin Johnson. 95-96 Seattle Supersonics roster. They lost four two to the Bulls in the final. Now was Frank Burkowski on that team? Bloop. Was he number thirty one? Come on. Don't ask it like you don't know. I I I, I Yes. Okay. I had a dream last night. I had, I had, <laughs> oh I'm having some bad dreams, man. I had a dream that I was the quarterback of the Steelers <laughs> and I suffered a concussion and I forgot the plays and Mike Tomlin sent me back in and I didn't know what the plays yeah. were. And then the other one was what was Frank Rakowski's <laughs> number? And I remember him shooting a baseline jumper. And I just said, I think his number's 31. You take an Ambien again? And my wife goes, no, my wife goes, who's 31? And I go, Frank Brikowski. She goes, go back to bed. I go, okay. Yeah, pretty exciting times at my house, man. Bringing up Frank Brikowski. Yes, Paul. The 96 Seattle Supersonics, what a team. Gary Payton, Detlef Shrimp, Hersey Hawkins, Sean Kemp. Sam Perkins, Vince Askew, good player. Nate Vincent McMillan, Askew. another good player. Yeah. Irvin Johnson, Frank Burkowski off the bench. Team should have won a title. Oh, good squad. Should have won a title. Yeah, Marv. Weren't they the team that lost to the Nuggets, the eight seed? That was a real eight seed. Was that when Dikembe was on the Nuggets? Yeah. Yeah. When he when he grabbed the rebound, he was yes. on the floor? He said, no. no not in my house. Uh, what's poll question for hour two on this award nominate? No, we're not even nominated anymore. This program. So we've been can... award nominated. In the past, we've been nominated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had best team in the NBA playoffs right now. This is just an absolute <laughs> landslide. 68% have the Nuggets, followed by 15% with the Heat, 9% oh, with the Lakers. Stop with the Heat. And 7% like the Celtics. Okay. I'm going to bring this back next week. Yeah, all right. The Celtics have the most talented team. That doesn't mean they're the best team. The most talented team. You're looking for a loophole, Dan. (laughs) Uh, This hour, Dan, we could put up a couple of things. Okay. Uh, Is Blair Witch Project a good movie? (laughs) Yes or no? The answer is yes. Um, Should golf events play through things like Frost? Well, you, you can't. Because you, you you could get hurt, you hurt the course, you, you can't do that. Paulie sent in, would you rather play sports in extreme cold or extreme heat? Pretty much any outdoor sport. If you had to play, what you pick the sport. If I Let's say I'm playing football. Right, extreme. I would rather play football in cold. Because, because I got a lot of... You know, padding on, and you know, it, you don't want to be in the heat, and you got all that padding on. By the way, did you see the Las Vegas stadium? It's going to be thirty thousand seat stadium for the uh, Oakland A's. I like that. Thirty thousand, that's good, because then it might look like you know you got a packed house. It sounds more impressive than what it is. Like fifteen hundred people looks a lot better in a thirty thousand seat stadium than a sixty. Yeah. I always thought that they should just put those 1,500 people who show up for an Oakland A's game right behind home plate. Therefore, it looks, aesthetically, it looks great. Like, all right, and then just don't widen out. But you, but like there's a ground at a third. Everyone move over there. Get in the shot. <laughs> Run over there. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Fritzy just sent me a note. Uh, James Worthy, Byron Scott, Mike McGee, Magic, Larry Spriggs, and Kareem. That's the last time you had six players score at least 15 points in a playoff game for the uh, same team. All right. Thank you, Todd. Larry Spriggs. I don't recall much about was him. He, was he out of Georgetown? I got him out of Howard University. Out of Howard Uniform. Okay, D.C. area. Yeah, he's from uh, Hyattsville, Maryland. Okay, Larry Spriggs. Played five years in the pros, three for the Lakers, coming off the bench. Left-handed, I think. Yes, Marv. Howard, Georgetown, same thing. Yeah. I thought I thought, no, George, I thought Georgetown was an HBCU growing up. Did he really? Because it was a black coach and all black players. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. All right. HBCU, all right. The only oh. black coach I saw was John Thompson. I was like, they got to be HBCU. Uh, speaking of that, Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. The, okay, we have wishful reporting. Wishful reporting in the media. Because Colorado is a big story because Dion's there. The spring game had over 40,000. Know, Dion comes in, basically says to everybody, at least to their face, hey, uh, get in the portal because I don't want you around here anymore. I'm bringing in my own team. And we're caught up with, oh, my gosh, Dion Sanders. Is he going to, how long before he competes for a national title? We've run with this. And instead of having somebody who has logic who goes, okay, how good can Colorado be? They were terrible last year. They're not going to be good this year. What do you think the over-under is for wins for Colorado with Deion Sanders in his first year? Marvin? Four and a half. All right. Paulie? Uh, I would lean towards three and a half. All right. Todd? An even five. All right. Seton? Uh, Two and a half? Three. Three wins. Okay. And I saw Reese Davis on the mothership. And, and you know, Reese is not a hot take guy. He's very measured. And he was asked about, oh, what do you think Colorado is going to do? And he goes, look, if if they're two and four after six games, that'll be great. They might be one and five. They could be 0 oh and six. And, and all of a sudden, you know, the anchors are crestfallen. Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, wait, the Deion Sanders? And then... Then Reese was asked, wait, you're not buying into Deion Sanders? Well, I guess long-term I am, but not now. And he, I think they're 21-point underdogs to open the season. I think they play TCU. 20 and a half, Dan. Oh, tw- oh okay, going down. Looking better. Okay. So Colorado opens at TCU. That's tough. TCU is a well-built team. Yeah. Home against Nebraska, home against Colorado State. At Oregon, USC, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA. Where are the wins? Mm. Who knows? Mm. Well, it's fun. It's it's fun though. It's, it's going to take Dion. Now Dion took over at Jackson State during COVID, and they went three and three. They got six games, and then I think they lost two games, and then they lost one game. But this is at Jackson State. This is different. The quality of play and a, a perennial loser at Colorado. Um, and I think, you know, he's, it's going to take a while for him to get his players in there. He's got his son in there, and he's bringing in some players, talented players. And while I do think that he will bring in enough talent to be competitive and, and you know, maybe a, a bowl-caliber team in year two. But you, it, it all, I always go back to Odell Beckham Jr. last year. And I kept saying no one's asking the correct question. When can you play? Because all it was was Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, where's OBJ? Giants, where's he going? Cleveland, back to Cleveland, where's he going? I go, hold on here. Can somebody ask OBJ when he thinks he'll play? And and that's when he sent a tweet out that was directed at me, called me a football outsider, which was fine. Uh, but I, I was just asking the question, can you play? That's all. I mean, you can ask a rational question, Easy, but Dan. that's not any fun. Nobody wants to be a buzzkill going, yeah, Dion's probably, they're going to win two games. Oh, that's no fun. Come on, we got to cover him, and we want to cover somebody, OBJ. Uh, he's probably not even playing at the end of last year in the playoffs. Well, shh, don't tell anybody. We want to talk about OBJ. That's how you get clicks. Is he going to play for the Cowboys? And wait, Buffalo? I mean, like... I don't think he can play. It's like Lamar Jackson. 
Look at all the weapons he's got this year. Okay. Rashad Bateman, injury prone. Running backs got injured. Um, I've got a rookie wide receiver who I do love. Uh, Beckham, we know what's happened to him. you got a great tight end. So when you go, look at all the weapons. They are, they're potential weapons. Zay Flowers is a wonderful wide receiver. I don't know if he's going to be great. I don't know if he's going to be good. But you have the potential. Therefore, we blow past the potential. It's like, oh, look at the weapons he's got. Yes, Eden. But the potential of that being a really fun team is way more attractive than a bunch of hamstring injuries or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that doesn't fit what we want to tell you. It's like, this is the narrative. We want to tell you this. Yes. Right. There's no reason that Deion Sanders should go into Colorado and fix it this year. Like this year, it's yeah. going to happen. Yes. You know, you have to give them, give them at least one to make some changes. Well, this is the difference, though. College basketball, if I get two really good players, I've changed my team. In football, you need more than two players. And his, his son's a good quarterback. But, you know, you're playing pretty good teams week in and week out. Yeah, Paul. The other thing is when you're rational about a team, you, you get called a hater. Like, Reese Davis was just <laughs> rational about Colorado's chances the first month of the season. And they're like, oh, Co- Reese Davis was banging on the Buffaloes. Or you, you get defensive about your team. Being realistic about a team is not doesn't mean you hate them. Like, you said something about Victor Wembayana yesterday. You said, let's calm down a little bit. You, it really doesn't compare to Kareem or LeBron. Yes. And, and a couple of people on Twitter said, oh, you don't like the kid. No, 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 no. It's Realism doesn't mean hate. I've been doing this for 40 years. So... I've made these mistakes before. You get caught up in the hype. And I think I think when you you give real something that's real, then it feels like you don't like or you're a hater. And that's not the case. I just always go, let's be realistic for this kid. He's he's a kid, he's 19. Let's be realistic. Is he the second coming of LeBron? Slow down. Is he the second coming of Kareem? Slow down. These are the two greatest scorers in the history of the game. If you say that he's going to be uh, an all, you know, a um, all star ten times, rookie of the year, maybe down the road he's a top five candidate for MVP, and they compete, and maybe they play for an, an NBA championship. That's a successful career. But I think we're looking at him that he is going to change the game, and maybe he does. But when he does it, then we're like, yeah, what a bust. Okay, he's being overcovered, overhyped. It doesn't mean that he can't be a great player. It just, I always, I, I want to caution people who do this for a living. Because we get excited. Oh, my God, Dion, what if he goes 0-5? And he might. But that doesn't mean that he won't be successful. It's, oh, Dion's going to be successful. Look at what he did at Jackson State. Okay. Just be realistic about the expectations. This happens with mock drafts because we get caught up. We go, oh, my God, Geno Smith is going number one. And then all of a sudden you realize the people who do the mock drafts, they're not the professionals who actually have jobs that depend on If you said to the mock drafters, hey, your job depends on this, then they might do it differently. But we hype somebody, and then when they fall, we blame them. Victor Wambayama is coming over and going to San Antonio, and it's probably the best place for him to go of all the teams that were eligible to get him. You have Popovich, who has history here in working with big men. And maybe you could get Tim Duncan and David Robinson, who are in the San Antonio area, to help you. That would be great. But let's wait. Let's give him two years when he'll be the ripe age of old age of 21. He's got a lot of time to grow into this body. You know, Steph Curry didn't do anything for the first four years. He became an All-Star his fifth year there. Now, he didn't have the hype, but that's that that's the issue that I have here. Be careful with the hype. Because when it doesn't happen, they don't live up to this, then we blame them. Really, it's on the media. Yeah, Mark. And don't let Wimby have a 30-point, 15-rebound night. Night one, mm. up C, up DP, up. I told you, better than LeBron already. Yeah. I'm sure that that's what I'm going to get. Anytime he has a great game, somebody will just tweet out the box score in my direction. Be like, hey, he's talent. He he should be good. He should be great. Should be. 
Doesn't always work that way. We know that. Yes, Paul. So Colorado Buffaloes football is plus 25,000 to win the college football title next year, okay. which is crazy. People have bet on it. It got a lot of action. It's actually <laughs> BetMGM reported it's their biggest liability on their books. That means money that could hurt them if Colorado came through. But, you know, you know I hate to say zero chance because we don't do that, but it's, 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 almost, it's almost zero. Do they have a, more of a chance, or the Miami Heat have more of a chance to win a title? <laughs> the Heat have a better chance to win the college football title than Colorado does. Yeah. Hater. Yes, yes, Marv. <laughs> yes, Marv. Hey, Colorado wins six games. Dion's going to Ohio State next year. Oh, he's going to take over for Ryan Day? I thought it was a great hire. I was still amazed that Florida State didn't hire him. Because you know what? I don't know if he can coach. But I know he can market, and I know he can recruit. And that's that's half, more than half the battle now. Yeah, Paul. Colorado's going to be the first 3-8 and eight team ever to get a bowl bid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll get phone calls coming up. We're going to revisit the Aaron Judge situation. It's still an interesting conversation. We had one earlier this morning before the show started, so it's still lingering there. We'll talk about the Aaron Judge side-eye. Coming up a little bit. And what do the Lakers do tonight to counteract Joker and the Denver Nuggets? Back after this. Next Gen Healthcare, healthcare solutions provider, suffered a data breach. So the personal information of over 1 million individuals was out there. Hackers had access to this from March 29th to April 14th of this year. Compromising personal information, full names and address, birth dates, social security. If exploited, it's called identity theft. Make sure you sleep at night knowing you have LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own. Loans taken out in your name. Crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. A dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fi- fix it if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code is Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Mrs. Davis is the world's most powerful artificial intelligence. Simone is the nun devoted to destroying her. From a co-executive producer, Big Bang Theory, co-creator of Watchmen, and Lost comes Mrs. Davis, new original series streaming now only on Peacock. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. What is the date today, Todd Fritz? Today would be Thursday, May 18th. May 18th. Yes. Do you know what today is nationally? Like like the day calendar thing? National blank day. If it was National French Onion Soup Day, Paul would have Paul let us know, would know that. Paul would know that. I cherish that day. Yes. Today is National Marvin Day. What? Yes. Meant for celebrating anyone named Marvin in the world, the name Marvin is predominantly masculine and is of Welsh origin, derived from the Welsh name Mervyn, and it means sea hill. In the United States, the name rose to popularity uh, popularity at the beginning of the 20th century, peaked in the early 1930s. The short form for the name is Marv. Well, congratulations, Marvin. Yay, National Marvin Day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. We did it. Yeah, you did it. You got Shout it. out to all the Marvins all across the world. You named after Marvin Gaye. Correct. Yes. He was killed. Yes, he was. By was his born. dad. By his dad. Yeah. Correct. By his dad. And then a letter came to my mother, and she said, name him Marvin. And she had, didn't have it. No, my grandmother named me. Oh. She was so devastated. By Marvin Gaye dying? Oh, she, she loves Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And she, she sent a letter from Connecticut to Germany. Bridget, this is his name. There is no, no, shut up. There's no argument. Hmm. So your mom's in the military in Germany. Correct. And your grandmother said this is the name of that baby. Yes. Marvin. Yes. After Marvin Gaye. Correct. And your middle name is? Terrell. And Terrell was the name of the singer who sang with Marvin Gaye. Correct. Okay. Well, happy National Marvin Day. Hey, everybody. Marvin. Marvin Marvin Day. <laughs> Do you think Marvin has cracked the top ten most famous Marvins? Marvin Gaye, Marvin Hagler, uh, Marvin Marvin, ha- Marvin Webster, the Human Eraser, played for the Knicks. I think Marvin. <laughs> what a what a great nickname! The Human Eraser was Marvin Webster. Uh, Marvin Harrison, Marvin the Harrison, wide receiver. Yeah. Marvin Lewis, the full the coach. Marvin Hamlish. Marvin Hamlish, composer. We're at like six. Marvin Mar- Bagley Jr. Uh, oh, three? three? Oh. I think Marvin Prince right. might be having a better year. Than Marvin Bagley Jr. the third? Yeah. Fourth? Any other Marvins in there? Marvin Miller? Was he the. Now, uh, there is Marvin Miller. There is Marv Albert. Is he Marvin Albert? Is that his actual. I'll check him. I don't know. Yeah. Marv Levy? Marv Levy? Oh, uh, yeah. I think you're getting kicked out of the top. But if you 10. abbreviate it, you're out of the club. Marv. How does one celebrate Marvin Day? What, what what should we be doing about this? We just did. Oh, just acknowledging it? Yeah, it's over. No, we have cake. Oh, oh we have some leftover cake. We, we do have leftover birthday cake out there. There's a little bit more carrot cake, and then there's a chocolate cake out there. Yes, he... Apparently, Meatloaf's real name uh, is Marvin. Hmm. But it doesn't count because no, it doesn't go doesn't. by it. Also, yeah. Young MC, also his first name, apparently Marvin. Okay. Marv he- Albert's full name is Marvin. His first full name. Okay. doesn't go by that, though. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, Tom. Young MC was going to call that song Just Bust a Marv, but that would have been really weird, so they went with Move. Did you know that? Mm, you know what? Like, you were seven minutes in. You did a great job on this show. See how it all balances out, though, eventually? It doesn't balance out. Because no, now I'm just being crummy. You're so maybe over, in the middle No, somewhere. it's overwhelmingly bad. Bust a Marv. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Marvin Winans. Marvin Lewis. Marv Cook. Yeah, you know, you're on the outside of the top ten. If we win a sports Emmy, I still things, wouldn't be in. Things might change. Things might change. Famous Marvs. All right, uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Scott in Ohio. Scott, what's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Six two three fifty, my friend. All right. I thought it might be a gong, but that's okay. I'll yeah. pick the bell. All right. Um, I wanted to chime in and then tap into your realism doesn't equal hate. And okay. what I mean by that is I don't believe LeBron James is in the top ten in NBA history. Reason being, uh, he was outscored by Jason Terry in the finals. He played in the weakest era in the history of the Eastern Conference. And on top of that, for roughly a third of his career, he's cared about defense. You know, if longevity is the best thing he's got to offer, would Carl Malone not be higher? I mean, I just I haven't bought into it. My friend, what do you think? Well, uh, just because Jason Terry outscores you doesn't mean that LeBron's not a top 10 player. Carl Malone didn't win a title. Um, LeBron is going to end up in the top five in steals, assists, and points. Uh, hasn't dropped off very much in a 20-year career. Um yeah, I, that's a that's a, a a bold take, uh, but I would strongly disagree with that, Scott. What, Marv? And how's a weak Eastern Conference LeBron's problem? No, oh, we just lost him. Do people knock Tom Brady because he played in the AFC East? Yes, they should. It was a weak conference, weak division, right? It's true. Yeah, I mean you're beating up on the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets. Jets. Yeah. That's- like you're guaranteed six wins. Yeah, at well, least five, five and one. They, they five would and always, one. They'd always lose to Miami. Road game against yes. the Dolphins. Is yeah, always they, a they would lose that one. Yes, Paul. It's all semantics. You could make the case that uh, Joe Montana was better at the quarterbacking position when he played, but Tom Brady was much better, had a much better career than Joe Montana. So the two, like Michael Jordan, you could say was the best player of all time from the playing ability standpoint and competitiveness. Yeah. And but but LeBron James did it for way way longer. LeBron is the most decorated player of all time. Now, whether you want to, we get into this discussion, argument, and nobody wins. Everybody loses because you're holding on to Michael Jordan, and rightfully so. LeBron will never move past him. And you may say he's not better than Kobe. You might say he's not better than Kareem. It's okay. It's the eye of the beholder. It's interpretation. It's who you think. I I would like to think that I have um, a pretty good leg or two to stand on because I got to see everybody play. The only person I never got to see in person is Bill Russell. He retired right before I started going to basketball games. But I got to see Wilt at the end of his career, Kareem when he just came in, Oscar when he uh, was with Cincinnati and then went to Milwaukee, Jerry West, go down the list, Duncan, Mike, LeBron, all of them, got to see them all. I didn't get to see Bob Pettit, didn't get to see you know some of the older players, but got to see them. And LeBron is one of the top five, top three, top two players of all time. Just is. Yeah, Mark. My man said not top ten, though. I was yeah, like, I what, ten players? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, he's still doing it. He's still, 20 years in, he's still doing it at a very... Very high level. Yes, Paul. It's like if you look at defensive linemen in the NFL or rush linebackers, whatever you want to call it, I've never seen anyone play the position better than Lawrence Taylor for those five years. Never. And you watch Lawrence Taylor up close. Yeah. But from a distance, I remember I was like, I've never seen anything like Lawrence Taylor. But Reggie White had a better career. Reggie White did it for 15 years at a high level. But I would, you know, it's almost like who's but the best? People do look at LT and say that's the greatest defensive player of all time. Yeah. Even though it was a five-year window, yes. Reggie White was greater over a longer period of time. Aaron Donald has like nine years in the tank, yeah. you know, all pro every year. So was he better or worse at, than Lawrence Taylor? At, you got to semantic it. Yes. 
Is that a word, semantic it? Yeah, you have to semantic. That's right, Ryan. Will I'm using it as a verb. Is that? <laughs> I think it's semantic it. Will yeah, niantic it's down on the shoreline. Yes, it is. Yeah, semantic it. <laughs> Great lobster rolls. Oh, they're the best. By the way, uh, Marv's got his Connecticut national championship T-shirt on. Can cut the net. Can cut the net. <laughs> That's funny. It is a great T-shirt. Great T-shirt. It sounds like a real town around It does. Yeah, where do you live? They got a casino. Cut the net. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Casino? Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. That's New London. <laughs> There's a town in, uh, I think it's Massachusetts. It's spelled Swampscott. Yeah. Swimskit. Swimskit. Well, there's there's Worcester, and it's spelled Worcester. Worcester. Yeah. Worcester. There's actually no H in that. It's actually Worcester. Yes. There's no H. There's no Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can get in trouble asking for directions in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, we're so, where am I going? Oh, you got a swamp skit and then you're over there and you're uh, on straight and then you're good. It's like, not Peabody. It's Peabody. Peabody. Yep. Yep. It's not New Britain. It's New Britain. <laughs> that one always fascinated me. They, they, the uh, Red Sox had a minor league team in New Britain. And I remember asking when I first got to ESPN and I'm going, um, Hey, is there minor league baseball? They said, oh, yeah, New Britain. And I go, I didn't know if the person had, like, a speech <laughs> problem. New Britain. And I went, where is New Britain? And they said, oh, you know, it's uh, it's only about 20, 20 minutes away. Yeah, see. There's a place in Massachusetts that looks like Leominster, but it's like, I think it's Leminster. 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 Yeah. There's outside of New York, uh, New Rochelle, New York. It's two words, New Rochelle. New Rochelle. New Rochelle. New Rochelle. Yes, Tom. So you didn't know if that person had a speech impediment, so you still said back to him, where's New Britain? I, I made fun I, of him I, anyway. I don't think they... I, I, I don't, can't relate to that. I don't think the person yeah. knew how they were pronouncing New Britain, but they would say it's it's New Britain. There may be something wrong with the guy, but where's New Britain? What you just said. You're making a comeback, Todd. Uh, Try. All right, let me take a break, because I want to come back. I'm going to talk about this Aaron Judge situation. More phone calls as well. Back after this. You may not need them now, but when you do, always remember TireRack.com. They have everything you need. They have free shipping, free road hazard protection. That's just the start. They have their own test track. They push tires to the limit. Also, you tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive. They have an easy-to-use tire decision guide. You get a personalized tire recommendation in only a couple of minutes. Full lineup of Pirelli tires. They sell only the best. Ship fast and free. Right to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation. That's available in a lot of areas. That means they bring the tires to you, your home or your office, and install them on site. They've thought of everything. Great people to work with. TireRack.com slash Dan. You'll see the Pirelli test results, special offers that they have. Once again, remember, it's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be, and make sure you tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes, not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Reason behind this, Marvin? Frisky was singing this jam earlier. Oh. Uh, That's what they say when we're together. Uh, okay. And who is this? That would be Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh, yeah. So that uh, was back in the 80s, yes. which is your wheelhouse. And she came up with the Yankees logo, which is fascinating. No. Tiffany's, some guy named Tiffany came up with the Yankees <laughs> logo. The New Singing York at Yan- malls, coming up with the Yankee logo. She's amazing. Thank you, Todd. All right. Uh, let me go back to Monday. And uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, the New York Yankees. And uh, there was a little bit of a controversy there because Aaron Judge had a side eye. And he was looking over at the dugout or one of his coaches and uh, this is what it sounded like with Buck Martinez and Dan Schulman, the Blue Jays announcer. All right, Buck. So you and I looked at each other at the same moment right when we saw this three yeah. pitches ago. Watch what he's looking at. Yeah. What is that? Where is he looking? Where is he looking? And he did and it more than out. once. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really unusual. But you and I both looked at each other when yeah. we saw that. Like, like did you see what I saw? Yeah. And... You don't want to go, you know, throwing allegations around without knowing, but now. Nah. And he pummeled it. He hit it a country mile for his second home run of the night. I did love that. He pummeled that. Well, Aaron Judge was upset because he had gotten wind of the announcers sort of inferring or accusing of him, of him doing something nefarious there. Side-eye, did he? Did he get pick up a signal there? Uh, was the pitcher tipping his pitches? And Aaron Judge said afterwards, you know, his teammates were chirping because Aaron Boone had gotten tossed out uh, prior to that. And he was annoyed that he could hear them, and he looked over, and he said that he was looking over like, you know, guys, I'm at, at the plate. Stop chirping. Okay. And then, uh, so we had Michael Kay on, the Yankee broadcaster yesterday, and I asked him about that moment. The way he was darting his eyes, there's no way his teammates could see that he was darting his eyes. You know, I was told later, you know, he was trying to, like, see who was talking uh, so he could address it later. All, all of that is all fun and games. What happened was that the Yankees were doing good old-fashioned baseball gamesmanship. They picked up a tip. They picked up a, a tell, and they knew what pitch he was going to throw. Uh, and so the, it was probably be relayed by Travis Chapman, the, the first base coach. Uh, and when when uh, when judges asked about it later, Dan, you, you know you can't admit that you don't want the Blue Jays <laughs> signs. Yeah. So 
that he was looking into the dugout about the chirping. And the chirping, I'm, pr- I'm probably sure, did bother him because it was going on for quite a while. They were up 6 nothing, But he obviously received uh, a tip from Travis Chapman, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's been going on in baseball for 130 years. As long as you don't pick up a sign electronically, there's nothing wrong with it. It's It just tells the Blue Jays, be better, be tighter. Even John Schneider said that, that to protect their signs better. All right. Very reasonable, logical explanation. Aaron Judge was saying that he was looking at his teammates when and, – and Seton brought this up, that if you look at the video of Aaron Judge in real time, it's very quick when he looks over. But if you look when it's slowed down, it oh, my God, he had 15 seconds. How did he have that much time to stare at the dugout? <laughs> okay. I think that he was given a signal that – told him what pitch was coming, that they knew what was coming with this this pitcher. The, the, and the pitcher said that he was tipping his pitches. So Michael Kay, the Yankee broadcaster, is saying that Aaron Judge got the sign that this is the pitch that was coming. So Michael Kay says this. Whether you believe Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge is not going to say, well, you know, he was tipping his pitches, so I was getting a sign. They told me it was going to be a slider. So Michael Kay is telling you that that's what Aaron Judge was doing that it had nothing to do with his teammates chirping and ruining his concentration because it didn't ruin his concentration. He hit it 470 feet. Anybody got a problem with Michael Kay's explanation there, Seton O'Connor? I don't really have a problem with Michael Kay's explanation, Uh, although it is interesting that he's just like, well, they were chirping for quite a while, and it probably was really annoying. But that's not why he was looking over there. I just think... I'm surprised at this point then, since it's been such a story, that there isn't video of every single Yankee batter looking over and getting the signal. I mean, you're not going to just give... This is sort of my original point right from the very beginning. Was it just Aaron Judge who was getting the the, the pitch? Okay, but... Or was everybody else? But this was a different pitcher, right? It was six to nothing. Yeah, but that's not the only batter that he faced, is it? I don't, I don't know how many batters he faced. I don't know if anybody was looking down to first base and he was tipping his pitches and at their plate appearances. But there's nothing illegal about it. No. Um, if you want to say that the uh, first base coach was out of the coaching box, therefore it allowed him to have a different angle to look at the catcher, then, yeah, then it would be illegal or against the rules. But I think he was, you know, the pitcher said afterwards he was tipping. But it wasn't, there wasn't anything that was... Uh, Houston Astro-like. And it feels like anything where anybody is appears to be cheating, well, then how are they doing that? You, they're not using technology. This might have been just good old-fashioned baseball where we're going to study this pitcher. We got an idea. Now, I don't know how many batters he faced. I just know Aaron Judge got something and pummeled it. Although, I knew a slider was coming because the pitcher threw five previous sliders. And I'm thinking, how dumb can you be? Okay? I'm going to throw five sliders. You know what? He'll never expect another slider. I'll be damned. He did. And he pummeled it. Yes, Paul. It does make more sense, Michael Kay's explanation, because like a first-base coach, you're not going to steal signs anymore because of the new technology. But if there's you – know, the first-base coach, I'm sure, could either fold his arms – or not fold his arms, and that's their own. Maybe they have a personal. He could signal. have had hands on the hip. It could be anything so quick that if you look down there, if they go, hey, you know what? I'm, I he's tipping his pitches. I'm going to let you know, you know, if he's what he's going to throw you. And maybe you don't know, uh, you know, or you're not able to read what he's going to do. Maybe you just say, well, he's not going to throw that slider. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be. He knew what it was going to be. Aaron Judge got on base five times in that game. <laughs> So he walked three times and hit two home runs. If he didn't know what pitches were coming, that pitcher really stinks. So, there, we put that to bed. Now now it's over. Now, now anybody believe that Darren Judge was just looking at the dugout because his teammates were chirping? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ray in Texas. Hi, Ray. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time. 511, 211. Hey, I uh, just uh, uh, wanted to say that you guys are doing an outstanding job mm. entertaining a nation. I've listened since the first uh, day when you were hanging an antenna out the uh, attic window. And um, last night uh, we were watching a show, 
and uh, a celebrity show, and I said, they put their pants on the same way we do. <laughs> and my wife just kind of looked at me, and I said, what? I'm in Fuego. <laughs> Uh-huh. And she said, if you were half as funny as you thought you were, wow. you'd have been killing it like Fritzy at Caroline's. Wow. Okay. Laughed hysterically for about five or ten minutes. Well, thank you, Ray. Thanks for being with us for a long period of time. My Lou Holtz impersonation. They put their pants on the same way we do. Yeah, that's the reaction I got from Lou Holtz <laughs> when I did it to him. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. What was worse, me doing that to Lou Holtz or Fritzy doing his Shannon Sharp to Shannon Sharp? Which one was more awkward? That was pretty awkward, got to admit. Shannon Sharp? Yeah, 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 yeah that was extremely awkward. <laughs> hey, Fritzy, don't you do a Shannon Sharp impersonation? I know, I know. Just, I'm just sitting here, my eyes <laughs> darting back and forth between Shannon and Fritzy and just watching the, oh, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't yep. be doing this. Shannon... Eventually got cool about it, I think, when you did it. Lou Holtz didn't because, you know, he says, you know, that I don't I don't use that language. Yes, Paul. Can you imagine fighting Shannon Sharp? I know he's like 55 years old, but I think he's in better shape now. I, I don't so know jacked. a scenario when right. or where I would fight him or yeah. why I would fight him. God, but like if he was angry, just can imagine what he would do to someone if he was angry. He was busting out of his sport jacket, and we all like, gave him like a little slap on the arm. We shook his hand, and it was like he was like a brick. It was literally like a wall. I would not want to wear a sport coat, not literally like, like a wall. that, figuratively like a wall. But I wouldn't want to like. I'd like my sport coat a little loose. I mean, can't you get one where you know you you can actually like touch your nose? Sean Payton go fix Russell Wilson. No, fix no, no, fix no. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.